everyone. Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity Rewatch podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. And a reminder, there could be some things we say as we cover this episode that come up in future episodes of the show because this is not a spoiler-free podcast. That's right. It's not spoiler-free. I am Melissa and I'm here with my gorgeous co-host, Fish. Fish, how are you doing today? Well, apparently I'm gorgeous, Mm -hmm. so thank you. Um, And I think, as I just said uh, before we started, I'm a little sleepy, which I think always makes for a good podcast. Um, So yeah, let's, uh, let's do it. Yep, it generally does translate to good podcasting, even though it's not. Don't try this at home, kids, all right? Don't try it. Uh, We are going to be talking about season two, episode 22, Final Answer, which originally aired May 17th, 2000. It was written by Jennifer Levin and Josh Rimes, and it was directed by Randall Zisk. Here's the description. Ben and Felicity's plans to spend the summer together in California are jeopardized when her professor offers her an internship in New York, if she does well on the final. Tracy decides he wants to have sex with Elena after all, and Ruby tells Noel that Wade asked her to marry him. Meanwhile, Sean asks Julie out on a date, and Julie says yes, even though she's still wrestling with an attraction to Noel. Okay. Fish. (laughs) Where do you want to start with this one? (sighs) Well, I don't remember what my answer was about what final answer was. But I should have thought of this is towards the end of the season. It's it's about finals. Yeah, I think they, your they thoughts to, were to do with Sean and Julie, but Ah, yes. I mean um, we did get answers all over the place from like Elena, from Tracy, from uh Julie, from Ruby. I mean there were lots of answers. Mm-hmm. So cool. But also they like to play with the word final. They Finally, do. And I also like that they played with this was a very finally esque yes. episode. I think that even Lots. the way they started it was very reminiscent of how they did it in season one. So the pacing of it, like uh, so much of it really felt like that, which is good because I you like that loved episode. that episode. That was yeah. 10 out of 10. Um, this one isn't for me, but <laughs> uh, um, yeah. And those of you who have watched this episode recently may be able to know exactly where I take it. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So we open at Ben's door. And yes, loft. we do. And I love this first shot of just like Richard, Megan, and Sean uh-huh. all vertically lined up, listening just at the door. Stacked. Stacked up. <laughs> listening against it and there's this swing music playing in the background which is uh to me again a callback to finally because you know we heard santa swings for that whole song this was a different song but um i liked that they just jumped right in with that yeah jumped in with that jumped in with hey let's listen at the door to see if ben and felicity are knocking boots Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) And then I love that Sean pulls out like a spy cam Uh 
It was like, it's not invasive enough that we listen at the door. Let's also get a camera in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you tell me what you think, but I don't believe that Felicity would flash them. I don't believe that Felicity would flash them either. No, I absolutely believe Ben would moon him. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> no way is Felicity flashing him. Yeah, that seems like an exaggeration of reality. Only Sean can confirm this for us. Um, yeah. And we know yeah. that he's working on a subplot of the documentary, which is basically mm-hmm. just sex. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And we get a fan. There's so many fantastic lines in this that I just like want to give awards to. But... I'm not going to get them all awards, but this is the first one that I just loved that Megan, Megan says to Richard and Sean, you're like two creepy pornographers that I used to date. Yeah. And it's, (laughs) and the thing is like, it really, it is heading in that direction. (laughs) Yes. I mean, when Richard looks so excitedly back and is like, I wish we still had a camera in there. Yeah. yeah. Julie Julie walks up and is like, whoa, hold up. Not okay. Yeah. Gross. I mean, the fact that the whole, everybody in the loft is, has become a part of this now, you know, the speculation, you know, brings in Ruby and she's trying to figure out what's going yeah. on, but she's like, guys, yeah, she, and, okay. she and Julie seem to be like the voices of reason, I guess here, or at least let's not be pornographers. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that Megan points it out, but it's kind of cool with it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm liking, I mean, there's some general things about this whole episode. Um, in this first scene, like I'm liking everyone's casual look. I will say this episode is really, really hit or miss with what people are wearing. Okay. Um, also, like, how long are they supposed to be out of the dorm like how long have they been in this loft did they just move in together and decide to like never go back they are already what happened here yeah um it was was supposed to be like two weeks yeah it's the rest of the year so far yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah like what what i mean look you know uh i guess Felicity and Megan are the worst stories ever. <laughs> I mean, it's starting to look like it. I mean, yeah. they're just gone. Yeah. What happened to Berkey, you know? I mean, I mean, whatever. Maybe he's, alive, <laughs> maybe he's not. Like, oh, all man. right. Yeah. Bye, bye dorm set. Yeah, um. <laughs> I guess so. Um, but they're going to, so that, that whole opening was the teaser. And now we're going to get <sighs> the thorn in Melissa's side, so, her, her cross to bear. Yeah, we're going to get all the things. <laughs> take on the night that she just had through the device of Dear Sally. Yeah. And there's going to be voiceover all throughout this episode. <laughs> of her talking to sally yeah yeah um so i I am feeling (laughs) i i i do feel you a bit on the deer like the dear sally stuff doesn't bother me but i did just finish a rewatch of gilmore girls and 
I remember like really hating the device of having that troubadour show up mm-hmm. at some point. And I really thought that it stopped. And then I just kept watching and it never stopped. He never <laughs> went away. Yeah. And it was like the year later, final seventh like season and he was still there like yeah. 16 years later mm-hmm. and so well like, i feel you i feel you yeah guys all we need is for you to have janine garofalo say words at the end of this episode <laughs> or just not do it or yeah. not do it pick, pick just, an option you know yeah. either she's Voice talking over. to somebody who's talking back to her or she's not talking to them <laughs> I mean, anyway, so, so we're going to cut back to the night before on the roof when Ben and Felicity start kissing and we're hearing Felicity talk to Sally about all this saying, yeah, that was the most romantic night of my life. We talked all night and then they show us scenes of talking and laughing and they're kissing each other and they're holding each other and they're fully clothed and they're just <laughs> Um, and she says at one point, like, it was just such a relief, you know, after this whole process, um, which, you know, I guess you, you, thank goodness it's it's time, right? Like it's, it is a relief. It's a relief for the audience too. Cause even they never really dated, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, they really didn't, they, but you they, know, they, they are get... making up for lost time in this episode because they start kissing here and they don't stop throughout the entire episode i i will say generally i i enjoyed this episode because you know attractive people kissing and randomly losing their clothes um a spoiler alert i like that yeah. So I thought yeah. you would like this because I know in, recently you were saying that you just you wanted to see what it looked like when they were in a relationship. Yes. Like and, uh, he has this great moment about this time when they I mean, they're so happy and laughing together. And and they're just these few moments that really stuck out, like um, when they're first in bed and she's doing the voiceover and she's like leaning up against him and he's just like, I don't know, sort of like caressing her collarbone or something like that. Mm -hmm. And she like breaks into laughter. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just these little moments or when like towards the end, he's like smiling and then just like puts his whole face in her hand Mm -hmm. while he's laughing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. This is like everything that I wanted the last episode to be. It was like, the, the last episode was built to be like this huge romantic thing. And I, I really didn't care that much about the speech. <sighs> and I found this <laughs> to be like, a, like this is the romantic episode. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like this is it. This is the romantic Ben. Um, well, I think that the last episode was like your classic romantic comedy or classic fairy tale where they like kiss and then they live happily ever after you know like the that is where a lot of movies would cut it off or like yeah, again like a fairy tale life. this is like i i mean we'll, we'll get there but like 
the speech that he gives to the professor, Professor mm -hmm. Morton, mm -hmm. is like a hundred thousand times more romantic to me than the film canister speech. Well, that's <laughs> Fish putting her tinfoil hat on for the day. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what to tell or you. I disagree with anything that's being said here. I am staying neutral. I am staying out of this. Okay. She um, is hoping that the internet rips me apart, which, you know, I don't care. This is my, my opinion. <laughs> I think, you know, real world romance is better. Like, it just is. It's like the little things about life. It's the little things about relationships. It's, I don't know, where yeah. it gets messy. And this was like a moment where he actually went out and did something positive instead of getting a film canister and calling it a time machine, which it wasn't. Melissa's <laughs> <laughs> just shaking her head. I'm just... I don't know. I don't even know what to say to you. Well, in in the context of, I don't know, I guess it's a montage, but it's got voiceover. And then um, one of the things that they do when they, when they break out of the voiceover and we start hearing dialogue again, we hear Ben and Felicity starting to make plans and Ben, and, and there's some exposition that we're going to get here because we need it uh, for the rest of the episode. So Ben says, that he's got a summer construction job in Palo Alto, one that's going to pay him a lot of money that he needs because apparently his mom can't pay his tuition anymore. Yeah, that's when I realized how long they really hadn't like been together, even though I, I still feel like he would have told her about the money problems with his mom. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like really weird that he I don't know he, she's just finding out about that now um but yeah that's good because now they get to spend the whole summer together yeah and by the way when he delivered that piece about his mom not you can't pay the tuition anymore it really did come across I think it came across correctly that it wasn't it's it's not a move it's not like something his dad would have done this is like she can't she's oh, struggling yeah. um so, you know, this is what he has to do to make some ends meet. And that summer construction job that his friend Trevor got him hooked up with is the best opportunity he's got to make the most money. Yeah. And I'd like to point out at this point, and I'm going to be tracking this for the rest of all, all the whole series. Um, they have put Ben in the position of almost half of the village people so far. Uh, police officer, Val, sailor, captain of ship, construction worker. So here's what we're looking out for, people. We need Ben to be a soldier, a biker or someone wearing a lot of leather, a cowboy, and an American Indian. Didn't I don't he have know how a leather jacket he was wearing for a lot of season one? Fair, but... but the biker is called a biker slash leather man. And I don't know that a, just a jacket, like if we get him in leather pants at some point, I think we can cross that one off. Huh. I don't really think just a jacket's gonna, okay. gonna do it. I'm so, not sure how successful you're going to be in checking the rest of these boxes, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah. I mean, we got three out of, you know, 
seven. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be really concerned if we get American Indian. That's and that's going to be the. I think that's going to be problematic <laughs> for you, and you'll be torn between being excited because you checked a box and horrified yes. because of all the things. Um, yes. But okay, so we're going to be on the lookout for that, and yep. meanwhile. Felicity's, you know, this is the happiest tape she's ever left because they're planning to spend the whole summer together and they start fantasizing about travel. <laughs> the damn courier ticket again. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how many times can you make the same mistakes? I thought this was cute that they were just like naming any place they could think of that they wanted to go together. And it was obviously like, you know, not realistic for where Ben's financial situation is right now, but it was just fun for them to dream together. I did think it was funny that Felicity is like, we could go to a, just a, yes. say a tropical desert, island or desert, desert island. island. And Ben's like, like, like yeah. London. I know. <laughs> and and it, I was like, did I hear that right? Because I went back again and listened to it again. I was like, wait, did I hear that right? Because afterward he like gets on, on board. She's like, Bali. And then he's like, oh, yeah, okay, Australia, <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> they just London? appeared to be naming things that weren't connected to the other streams. But, uh, but at least they were islands. Yeah. Other than London. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> but Which of okay. the following does not fit. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right, Ben. Just keep, you know, just keep working on it. You're real um, pretty. You're very pretty. Yeah. So what we do find out pretty early on is that it is finals time. Everybody's going to be thinking about finals in this episode, except Felicity, because she can only concentrate on Ben. And Ben, who can only concentrate on Felicity. Yeah. And frankly, everybody else who can only care, who can only focus on all of their love interests. This is, again, another throwback to finally, where Felicity can't do anything but like attack Noel. And now the same thing's happening with Ben. Mm-hmm. Like around finals, apparently everyone just gets super horny. Yeah. This was not the case for me. I was really stressed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what everyone else's experiences are. It's the start of a new relationship here, you know? Yeah. So it's like every year. To be dealt with. Every year? <laughs> yeah. Not, it's not going to be every year. I will tell <laughs> okay. you that not every, not every year is going to have this tenor for finals time. Okay. Um, we're going to go to the library. Ben and we Felicity are. are studying together. As such a- an unfortunate shirt. It's oh. so unfortunate. And, and she wears, she wears it for a good part of the whole episode. Um, it's rough. Okay. Looks like pajamas. All right. Well, they're in the library. Felicity is wearing an unfortunate shirt. And Ben and Felicity are studying as a couple at another table is making out notably, noticeably notably. (laughs) And uh, can't not be can't not be noticed. Has to has to be seen. Um, And so they're like, oh, those two. Huh? those two and then they mutually agree that they want to go somewhere private also not also instead no, they of... want to go somewhere private whereas the other couple didn't no <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, then we cut to a very, like, the weirdest shopping date, perhaps. Um, Sean just, Sean and Julie uh-huh. in a convenience store, uh-huh. maybe the same one as uh, Aretha Theory. Uh-huh. And he's just like putting like medical items uh-huh. and caffeinated beverages in her in her cart and i believe i have deciphered his shirt and if i am correct it is the most fantastic shirt ever Uh um please weigh in on this because i think i know what it is so it looks to me like it is like a wwe wrestling shirt from like the jericho like ladder years you've got like a ladder and a wrestler going up it with a folding chair, like okay. sla- jumping off and slamming into another guy, and then like holding up a belt as like the winner of the SmackDown. All and, this was um, happening on on his shirt. Yeah, in these like three different icons. It was okay. like the first one with the the ladder and the chair. I, I was a huge look. I I love wrestling uh like wwe fake wrestling i love it and (laughs) the more you know yeah exactly uh also love lavar burton um (laughs) and (laughs) so i think like the like some people really like the the earlier years but for me like the best time in wrestling was when they could use ladders and you know when they had the cage around they would have the cage matches and like anyway i could go off on this for a while but i am pretty sure that that's what the shirt is and it made me so happy um so anyone else who's listening who's also a wrestling fan please tell me if you agree that that's what the shirt is because i took like a good 30 minutes trying to figure it out hmm. it's funny that we both had something in this episode where we took a good 30 minutes trying to figure it out because we watched we uh, by the way folks we watched this one separately um a lot of stuff going on for us right now a lot yeah. of, a lot of <laughs> podcasting that we're trying to do um and so we're, we've been getting a little he- ahead so we watched this episode separately but um, it's interesting to hear that we both had something that we got tortured over for some amount of time. Um, but thankfully and, it wasn't the same thing. So we don't have to disagree about it. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's a, it's a thing to disagree with. It's just something we were both looking up. So, uh, maybe what you have theorized is correct that this is a WWE reference from that time. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they're in a convenience store. You're right. Sean is throwing all these items into the basket that are about Julie staying healthy and regular and all such things <laughs> during finals. I don't think regular was on the list. <laughs> I mean, there were there were Tums, but I don't think we had any high fiber like brand cereal discussions. <laughs> well, so he's basically the idea is she must have said something like, I'm stressed. And then he's like, I will fix it. <laughs> they went to the convenience store together. Well, didn't um, he, wasn't one of his inventions or ideas to have like a kit for finals 
and to uh, sell them? It was like a start of the school year kit that he had been selling at one point. Uh. Um, but yeah, I think his his words of wisdom here are, you know, it'll be over in two days and then you'll <laughs> feel good just because it's done. Just like it happened to me after I told you what I told you. <laughs> yeah. Smooth, Sean. Yeah, what I told you. Um, yeah, I like how he keeps referring to it that way. Yeah. Um, and then... He now that he's introduced it ever so subtly, <laughs> he's going to just take it to the next step. And he's like, Listen, after that two days, after your final's over, hey, would you want to go on a date? And Julie says, Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, she's like the most uncertain, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's rough, it's rough from the start. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. So she hasn't said no. She that, said, that's correct. Okay. <laughs> yep. And yeah. Hesitant and, and quite revealing. Okay. To which Sean is, is just like super happy and like fist pumping about. He's really excited about the very weak. Okay. Yeah. Cause if you remember before <laughs> he was super excited about the maybe. So to get the yeah. like, you know, okay. This just doesn't feel like it's going to a good place. Um, there, were, there were a number of things here that didn't seem like they were going to end well. Yeah, well, and that's the beauty of this episode. So, <laughs> you know, we're also going to head into another thing that probably won't end so well, which is Ruby and Noel. They are studying at Noel and Elena's apartment. And... They get into a deep conversation right away. So Ruby's, uh, Noel is thinking maybe he'll ask Ruby to see a movie with him. Ruby is seeing Wade tonight, though. Um, But it's not just that. Nope, a little bit more. A little bit more than that. Um, Well, he asked her to marry him. And he wants to be in the baby's life. So there's that. Uh, Can't do the movie tonight. (laughs) BT dubs, Noel. Ooh, Got a marriage proposal. Yeah. And, uh, you can see wild eyed Noel here. He's just like, <laughs> oh, that's a lot of information. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Ruby is becoming more and more of a fascinating character to me. Okay. Because she, the way she takes this, she's like, yeah, you know, he asked me to marry him. And, you know, he, he wants to be in the baby's life. And he says that, you know, a lot of people have married for less. He's a nice guy. He can help, you know, support us. My parents don't have a lot of money. I, you know, it's best for the baby. It's like she's she's looking for this kind of stable, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. for herself and for her baby and you know noel is of course just freaking out because it's noel but i mean when when he thought the baby was his he wasn't sure like what he was gonna do mm-hmm. and here wade is you know kind of stepping up and i'm just kind of like you know, 
what what are you doing noel like, what's going on i i don't know ruby's being very practical she's not being swept up in romance like many other people here and like i don't hate that for her mm-hmm. i do think she and noel are really great for each other i think i think she is really great for noel uh, noel i don't know mm-hmm. noel i don't know if he's ready and i know it seems like he wants to be but I don't, Maybe I don't Noel know. was was really good for Ruby at the start of when we met Ruby. But the thing yeah. is, Ruby is a mom now. She's a mom, expecting mom. And I think every bit of like advice and balance that Noel was providing for Ruby before, if you could say that that was happening, she kind of is getting, she has that voice in her head now, her own head. You know, like I, I feel like she's giving herself good advice she's staying at this moment it seems like practical and balanced and that's coming from inside her but she also has a a support system that's building that isn't Noel like her parents Mm -hmm. Wade um like Ruby Ruby doesn't need Noel anymore yeah that's the thing you know and that was part of what made Ruby and Noel so perfect was that she did need Noel and that gave him a lot of confidence and he's looking at her like you know he's like so amazingly in love with her and she's I mean it's almost like she's matured 10 years in the past couple of months she really has um and and then you get the other side of it where Noel's like that's a crazy idea it's like well it's an idea I'm not sure it's crazy um but by the end of it as he hears Ruby talking you can see it really hitting him in a different way and he just says so you didn't say no to the marriage proposal um so you didn't say no and he's letting that linger it's really hitting him. And um, that's what we're going to get in this scene. But there's going to be more to be said about them in this episode. That's for sure. But I think you're right. I think Ruby has got an internal maturity now that she is approaching everything with. And that's where she's at now. Yeah. And again, I I don't hate her. I don't hate it for her. I don't either. I think it's necessary for where she is in life right now. Yeah. Now we are going to head to something that I spent 30 minutes looking up. Um, oh. Okay. Wow. We're, we're going to get a scene with Megan, Felicity, Julie, and Elena outside a fancy building. And I was like, what is this building? Oh. I, I looked up all kinds of museums in New York. um it's like they were going something that was sort of like a mini met but part of the school like they had this um you know arched doorway and this staircase and there was all these people sitting on the staircase and we see them all just chatting at this location like they just went out somewhere together um i don't know where they were but uh it was somewhere on campus i guess and the pre-gossip girl step scene yeah. um i love that megan's just part of the group now 
Mm-hmm. Like she's just now she's in and I love it. Um, all of their outfits are horrific and especially Elena's, which I'm very upset about. Okay. Uh, I mean, very, very upset about. Okay. I'm sorry for your loss. Um, well, in their horrible outfits, they're going to be talking about boys. Yeah. Yeah. Felicity says she did not have sex Uh with Ben, which is probably a good thing because Sean was trying to get something on camera. Yeah. That was probably well-timed, well thought out. Yeah. But Elaine is like, yeah, well, you could have sex at least. I want to have sex and can't. Mm-hmm. And, and then- Megan <laughs> thinks Sean's cute. Yeah. Which will be her refrain in this scene. <laughs> yeah. Which is awkward because Julie's going out with Sean. Which should be more awkward from for Julie than it appears to be here. Which is another Not red really. flag. Because, because she really likes Noel and is only going out with Sean because she couldn't say no yeah elena really calls julie out on that if you like noel why date sean so it's just the fact that megan's putting out there like she thinks sean's cute julie's about to go on a date with sean that should be weird you know and yet it julie julie does not really care that much she's not that invested in this date that she's going on She's like, maybe it'll work out. Like, I like Sean, too. And at which point Megan again says, I think Sean's cute. And, you know, Julie gives her, like, a kind of weird look. But it's not like, hey, I'm about to go out with this guy. Like, back off my man. It's like, you're weird. Yeah, that's what it's like. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's not back off my man. Julie kind of just said yes because she couldn't say no. You know, it's like, well, who knows what it could be? Who's to say? But she's Elena. not feeling territorial over him or protective yeah. about it. Um, well, Elena says what it's going to be. She says, uh, you're going to break his heart. Yeah. yeah. Foreshadowing. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to head to the loft where, as happens during finals episodes, Megan is using her smart powder, beet powder, to make smart cookies very Yay. loudly. It's amazing banging everything in the kitchen yes as ben and felicity are on the couch trying to study we just hear megan now you could say that megan is distracting them Uh however when megan realizes that she has no eggs Uh and leaves the room uh felicity quickly attaches her lips to ben's (laughs) like the magnets they are Maybe saying that the presence of Megan was actually helping mm-hmm. the studying process. Yeah, you might you might say that. I I want to I want to imagine that the magnets are on their actual lips in this episode because yeah. I think that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and it really does play out, play out that yeah. way. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> whoop, a whole episode they just kissed each other. Can you imagine yeah. how many hours they spent kissing for this episode? When you think about like shooting this episode over the course of i don't know maybe a week all the different Mm. scenes they just must have (laughs) it's a lot (laughs) um but they're you know and they're i believe they were in a 
I don't know if they were still in a relationship or if the relationship had ended at this point, but. Um, oh gosh, if the relationship had ended, this that'd be weird. must have been so awkward. But, we, you know, I, I feel like a lot of what we're seeing in this episode, including those moments that you mentioned from the montage with the hand on the face and like the, all that stuff, I, I feel like we were seeing their natural Yeah, it did feel like that. You know? They felt very like comfortable and like, especially like the way that he touches her mm-hmm. like i just noticed there are just certain things like she just sort of slips into his arms and like fits mm-hmm. and they've they've done it before you know like they've definitely they know each other that well in real life and i think that really comes across in yeah. in all of this and i also think it works for those characters because although they're just getting together you know for real they have so much history um and so i think you know it doesn't strike me as odd that they fit this well you know even for the characters themselves but so we've got uh the next grouping of people here we're going to noel and elena's apartment and now we have tracy and elena studying sort of sort of Yeah, Tracy, Tracy's been thinking about it. And similar to Felicity in season one, he thinks they should have sex. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's not going to use a day planner. It's not going to be scheduled for 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. No. But he wants, he, let's have sex. Yeah. Hey, I've got to go take some final. Yeah, got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Elena's like, whoa, hold up. Well, hold up. <laughs> nope. Can't say that and just leave. And oh, he's yeah. like, look, look, you know, I, I get it. I like, I've been dealing with my like morals and frankly, they have lost to <laughs> like morals V two top tube top mm, tube top wins, which is really unfortunate because it is a terrible top. Oh. I mean, everything that Elena is wearing here really bothers me. Oh, She's no. got this tube top on that, like, showing, it's like showing midriff, and she's got this thin chain belt and, like, the oversized but low-rise G. It's like everything that was wrong with the 90s was happening on Elena at that moment. And so <sighs> the fact that that was what turned Tracy on uh, I don't understand, but Elena's response is, ah, so the tube top's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've all done this, right? Haven't we done this? You know, we're with a guy or we're like trying to get a guy and it's like, let's wear something we think he'll like. And then he likes it. And the thing is, there was a reason that we had to put that on and it never turns out the way we want it to like it never fully works out um this is not something we should do ladies uh you know get your man first then get real sexy with it you know okay that's vicious that's vicious take all right well uh yeah elena's a little confused about this you know i thought you were gonna wait for marriage but if tracy's up for it then she's up for it all right so she's not going to question this too hard in this moment um she's like all right 
Let's make it happen. And now we go back to the loft where Ben and Felicity are still kissing. And Ben has his hand on her ass. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just it was like, we have to separate. Yeah. We can't do this anymore. Okay, here's the deal. And this is, again, this basically happened in finally as well, yes. where the plan is we're going to stay apart for finals so that we can then be together for the rest of the summer. So Felicity says, let's stay apart just three days. Three days is all we need to stay apart for. Okay. One, two, three, separate. <laughs> Kissing starts again. Magnets, magnets on lips. They start kissing as soon as they come to this arrangement. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. And so now we're going to, now we have to make it, we have to introduce some sort of a wrench in the works. Okay. As if there aren't <laughs> enough wrenches in the works, but we need I one know. for Ben and Felicity. And we're going to see art history class with one. Okay. Just side note. Um, I, I really like this painting by okay. Manet. It's, uh, I usually think of the Impressionists as kind of like upstarts because I like classical and Greek, uh, classical Greek architecture and sculpture. Mm -hmm. Um, But for those who may win at trivia someday for this little tidbit, uh, this is uh, Umbaro Folie Berger. And the woman in it, I've always found very interesting because she... It's like she looks really sad, even though she's at this nice like nightclub and she's looking good and all this stuff. And then I found out that she's a prostitute. And the reason we know that is because when Manet paints prostitutes, he puts oranges around them. Oh, so there's like a big bowl of oranges there, which means she's a whore. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Someday maybe you'll be on jeopardy <laughs> and this will come back to you and you're welcome okay well thank you for that um all right so this is the painting that's up on the projector and the, uh, we're gonna get a little bit more voice over here because full city has more to tell sally she's like <laughs> all right sally i have some exposition for you okay so the professor who we find out is professor morton well she was, you know, uh, here I am in art history class and the professor asked me to assist her. And then we, we, we get the scene and we see that Professor Morton has been asked to assist at the Met for a French Impressionism exhibit over the summer. And she's wondering if Felicity wants an internship because she had asked earlier in the year. Professor Morton didn't know about anything at the time, but now days away from the summer actually beginning, this opportunity becomes available. Seems a little late. Yeah. And it's not really available. It all depends on Felicity's final grade being very good. Mm-hmm. But if it is, then she'd be in New York for the summer. And that's kind of dawning on Felicity what that means right now. Yep. Because they can't just have like a normal summer. Uh, either... Ben has to be in Mexico or she has to be in New York, you know. It's always got to be something with these two for the summer. And so we're going to get 
a device that they used in finally that I enjoyed so much. And they play with it in different ways here. We're going to see our first, you know, caption card on the screen here. Mm -hmm. Two days until art history final. Yep. We're back to the, uh, the time, the time clock and all this. There's so many callbacks. Yeah. We're going to see at least so many eventually count up, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I loved that. I loved that they did that. And finally, and, and this is about when it started. And finally as well, where they're, as they're beginning to pick up the pace of uh, the scenes start getting shorter and shorter, the cuts between them start getting more and more abrupt and they're using this card in between to help us mark time. Yeah. And you know, I'm I I'm really I guess loving mo- like I I'm loving Ben for most of this episode because okay. we then we're now cutting to a scene of Ben and Felicity soon to be joined by Javier. And and they're in the stock room for Dean and DeLuca. Yes. Um and Ben's just being really supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's saying, you should, you know, it sounds really great. You should go for it. Like I, I can't stay in New York cause I need the money, mm-hmm. but like get the offer. We'll deal with it then. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Felicity looks so happy and she's just like, thanks. And he's like, I'm not doing anything. And she's like, yeah, you are. Um, and and then Javier is going to come in and introduce more plot points. Yeah. First of all, Javier is so excited because they're kissing. They're yes. kissing. Yes. Um, they're Cupid. But now we need to keep the scene moving. And so Javier is going to be like, okay, I have something to tell you. I have. Let, let's talk. Let's talk. As you know, I'm getting married next week. What? <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> How? How is this possible? Fish, when you see this celebration, you're going to be like, they pulled that together in two weeks? No. No. You know, I look, I don't know what Samuel does for a living. I There's mean... going to be family that flies in. There's going to be like a whole bunch of guests. People we've never seen before. There's like... <laughs> including samuel this is just so much but yeah javier's getting married next week okay okay and he he has a gift for ben actually it's a gift for the ushers because well they want ben to ush at this ceremony Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ben, i think ben can ush yeah probably well the gift which create which is going to create the opportunity for one of my favorite sequences that comes up later in this episode the gift is going to be a watch just like the one javier has and important note Mm -hmm. in order to keep the watch moving it's motion activated and motion so you have to wind your wrist like physically rotate your wrist to get it to stay on time and because you can't see what Melissa was just doing, um, I will give you the audio version of it. You know that thing you do when you go, hoo, 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 at like a game? Or like an Arsenio Hall, Arsenio Hall show? <laughs> yeah, where you're like, you know, moving your fist around in a circle. 
that's what you have to do to make sure this watch uh, continues to work. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird thing for a watch to need. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Nope. Um, I feel like Sean may have had a hand in this. Yeah. I don't know if there were watches that were really like this. But, I you know. don't know. It, uh, like batteries. Guys, just batteries. Okay. <laughs> or, I mean, if if you don't like batteries, I have two watches that actually need to be wound every day. They're oh. from like the 1920s. They're from So you have you like know... mini grandfather clocks on your <laughs> arm. <laughs> well, that's what watches used to be like. You know, they're okay. from my grandmother oh. and you wind them. But oh. this is you actually wind them. They're windable. Okay. And you you do it every day. This thing is just odd. Yeah. But anyway, Hey guys, just roll with it. Okay. Yep. That's this yep. watch. The present. And, um, Felicity's not going to get one of these because Javier has something different in mind for her. He asks Felicity to be his best man. Which I'm assuming means she's going to be in a really cute suit in the next episode, which makes me super happy. I don't think so. Really? She and now I'm not as happy. I have to, I'll have to double check that, but uh, you know what? Don't take my word as gospel on this guys. (laughs) All right. What am I even saying? You know, you can't believe me anyway. So, uh, here I got, you know, look, I have had like two hours of sleep, so I got very distracted by a bunch of things. Okay. So right behind Felicity, Felicity's head in this, uh, scene. Okay. There are these packages, these white what look like sort of medium to small maybe like bags of coffee or something with red bows that have giant pictures of roosters on them okay what dry product would be chicken based in dean and deluca i like i don't understand what's in these packages or is it corn based it's a rooster and the and the branding yeah it's like a giant multicolor rooster okay so if you're thinking of branding i would think that it's a corn product of some sort maybe like cornmeal or i don't know because huh. i guess. thought it must involve pieces of a chicken okay that and seems I had like a, a very stretch. yeah i had a very hard time trying to figure out what that was so sure it's very fancy packaged corn but like it looks like something you'd sell to like it's an end product already okay it's not stock for them to use in creating a cookie or whatever Maybe it's cornbread a sad muffin okay um well i i'm still going with some sort of corn-based thing okay corn so that's my answer product okay i'll take that i mean okay. it's better than what i came up with yeah so javier's gonna leave these two to their devices felicity has said an enthusiastic yes to being his best man but he's like all right guys now no more kissing and then he leaves well they can see you because you know there's these giant windows um right there (laughs) so also why doesn't felicity get a present I don't know. It's just the gift of knowing that she is his best. (laughs) (laughs) It's the honor that is being a best man. So we're going to head to Epstein bar now. 
where we're going to get a Julie and Noel scene. And you can feel that Julie mm-hmm. is interested in Noel here, but yeah. the conversation very quickly rolls around to Ruby and she's like, ah. <laughs> Um, you know, Julie's like, what are you thinking about? Noel's just like Ruby. Yeah, she's like, oh, great, 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 right, 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 great. Um, and Noel says, you know, Wade asked Ruby to marry him, which is a pretty big thing to share here. Yeah. And Noel's like, you know what, though? They, they don't even know each other. We find out he's a producer, though. I mm-hmm. thought he was an actor. No, he's a producer. Um, they told us that in a previous episode. Well, then why were we thinking that she slept with uh, Tom Cruise? We weren't. Yes, we were. No, they, Tom right Cruise from the was beginning, the movie. when early on, um, when Noel and Ruby were fighting about the fact that she, when she told him that she was pregnant and he finds out like right after they do the sonogram and he finds out that it wasn't his, he's having a fight with Ruby and asking her who the guy is. And she says, he was a producer. And he's like, a producer? Do you understand how sick that is? Um, So we've known that for a while. Like cliche or something. Yeah, cliche. So Um, we only met Wade recently, but we've heard the lore for some (laughs) episodes now. Um, But Julie is sort of, I think out of, sort of as a friend but mostly selfishly she's saying like well i mean if she weren't pregnant would you think about marrying her or like would would you think about marrying her like in the position that you're in here and noel ends up on maybe someday yeah he basically says look if the baby was mine yes I would marry her. So like message to all women, here's a way to get a guy to marry you. Um, not the best. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but the baby's not mine. So not now, but maybe someday. I'm just yeah. like, mm, really? No, really? And uh, I think he's I just mean, uh, like a, not an overreaction, but I think, I think it's like a, this is a reactive statement. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like he feels like he's he just, losing Ruby. Yeah. And my view is we have to quote queen B here and say, look, if you liked it, then you should have put a ring on it. But I think you're right to call back to, you know, when he was, when he found out that she was pregnant and he didn't know what he was going to do about it. And he wanted to be the guy that would be there for her, but and he can't he be. Yeah. Like, I'm like I, you wouldn't marry her, please. The only reason you're saying it now is because like, it's, it wouldn't be the option. Yeah. And I think that it's just the presence of this other guy. I mean, I think, is this at all like him finding out about Eli? I don't know. It's coming from a slightly different place, but I think that, He's, he's threatened by losing Ruby to Wade more than it's that he wants to marry Ruby, you know? I don't know. I mean, he, he definitely seems a bit jealous, but at least in the last few episodes, the way he has been looking at Ruby, what I call like the Felicity look, like he looks like head over heels for her. Like there's no other person in the world. So 
I think he has over time kind of come down on the side of like, I'm much more serious about this person than I thought I was. Yeah. Yeah. And to her credit, Julie basically says, then tell her how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really fine line for Julie to be walking here because she, what she's saying on the surface appears to be good friend stuff. You know, she's saying stuff that a good friend would say, but she's also inquiring for somebody in particular. (laughs) I'm asking just cause, um, but she's really asking for herself to be honest. She, She has some questionable motives. Yeah. But yeah, but at the end of the day, the end result is she's still being a good friend. And so both of these things are happening at the same time. I mean, but we can see that maybe. she's got these looks. <laughs> maybe in this moment she's maybe being in this a good moment. friend. Yeah. Well, okay. Now we're going to go to the loft. And I love Richard. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I put here negative points for vomit-inducing transportation. Yeah, negative points for vomit-inducing transportation. But Richard is so <laughs> weirdly funny. <laughs> this episode he is. he's so fully Richard at every yes. Richard moment that I can't <laughs> even like the amount of Richardness is a hundred percent. I I agree. He he uh, is fully saturated. There is no more Richard that that can be that can't be more Richard, than we have Richard in this episode. Yeah. So sean needs a buddy to help him plan out this date with julie and richard's gonna be that buddy and right now they're picking where to do the what is this date going to be so richard's coming up with all the obvious ideas like hot air balloon helicopter tour boat ride (laughs) (laughs) as if money is no object here and um yeah sean's like i just don't know if these are the ideas like thanks for spitballing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah meanwhile even even if money wasn't an object i I don't know that these would be your first choices yeah And, and when sean starts to suggest that maybe we need to keep thinking richard's just like fine blow it (laughs) See if I give a rat's ass. <laughs> he is. He is so amazingly Richard. Richard. Yeah. And I gave Megan uh, like positive points here for cooking with the foil in her hair. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's doing her own highlights and she's just like, I don't care. Yeah. Even though I think Sean's cute, like this is how I'm cooking. Yeah. And Sean's getting a little distracted in the conversation he's trying to have because he's smelling the cookies Mm -hmm. and he thinks they smell amazing. He's complimenting Megan. Megan's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Cookies are working. Love it. Yeah. So now Ben's going to show up. Yeah. He's going to show up and he's going to just, you know, Sean is going to look to Ben for some advice. And as we've seen the the Sean to Ben advice has been real hit or miss. And and the Ben to Sean advice is, well, we'll see Richard's opinion of it later. But, mm-hmm. you know, Sean's like, I need, I need to figure out where I'm going. And Ben's like, it's not where you go. It's who you're with. You know, he's just so in love. He's so in love. 
And it's unfortunate because. Well, yeah, because this, they just, the thing is, in this <laughs> scene, they just, all they needed from Ben was to name the location. Ben is the stud that they need advice from. <laughs> He's good at getting the ladies and they needed his wisdom, but it ends up being the reverse. Yes. So Ben has no clue on where, where to go on the state, but they have all the advice in the world on where to take Felicity <laughs> to well, make sure that they really solidify the romance of their relationship. Yeah. I mean, Ben first says, you know, Felicity may stay in New York for the summer. So I won't get yeah. to see her for like three months. And then comes the deluge mm -hmm. of advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, well, they should get a hotel room or a chopper. <laughs> <laughs> a yeah. romantic night before the summer. A chopper. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ben decides, well, maybe not. Maybe that's not the way to go, Richard. I, but this, but this hotel idea, it sounds interesting. Um, oh, I think I've heard of one. What was it called? Uh, Yee Waverly Inn. Oh my God. That's not, <laughs> that was a place to get dinner. I, I, um, <laughs> what, what was the place that Noel took? There were so many callbacks. I was like, really, you're going to take her to a hotel? Like, We've seen that sex scene already. I don't know if it was. So we get a name of a hotel later and I had a really hard time distinguishing the actual name. I was trying to write it down and it could, it, it a little bit sounded like Windsor, which is a hotel we've seen before, but mm. it, I don't think the word was Windsor. I think it was a word that sounded Windsor-esque, but it wasn't, um, I don't know. I'm not sure the name of the hotel, but yeah, then I wasn't is, sure either gonna Ben is gonna take them up on that and he's like okay chopper no no hotel though yeah yeah that might be a thing I can do so he's mulling that over Sean's and advice is to do the most romantic thing you can afford yeah oh boy so Ben um Ben is gonna so we're gonna get more voiceover and Felicity and Ben were really good at staying apart through Ben's finals. I know. I like the way Felicity says it. We were being really responsible until Thursday when Ben's finals are over. So basically one day. One day yeah. they were oh, really yeah. good at staying apart. And then uh, <laughs> Ben's finals are over. And now they're, they're not going to be apart anymore. We can tell. So yeah. Ben is going to find Felicity where she is studying. And he's like, all right, how about we stay at a hotel tonight? After your final. Mm -hmm. After your final, when you're all done, go After ahead and join me at this hotel. Felicity's like, let's go now. Yeah. And yeah. I wrote down in all caps, bad idea. You're going to miss your final. Yeah. Um. Yep, that's, I'm glad you were spotting that right from the beginning. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, this is this is not going to work out well. Yeah, um, but he does. He shows up with a pamphlet, uh, and she's like, "Yep, right now. We'll just we'll go now, and mm -hmm. then I'll take my final, and then I'll come back." Yeah, 
Okay. Room service. It'll be awesome. Seems like a good plan. Only a slight revision from the first plan. So, okay. Well, we have some more things to set up here before we get into the, the, (laughs) the back and forth of it all in this episode. So Ruby and Noel are having a serious conversation. Maybe Noel's been processing a bit from the conversation he has with, he had with Julie, but he's certainly been processing since the first conversation he had with Ruby about this. And this is really a, a part two. So and He's, I wrote at the top of it, stay out of it with an exclamation point. Fair enough. Well, he jumps in with the old, I mean, do you and we love each other? It's a setup. Well, he starts off by saying, you know, Wade's proposal. I mean, it, it makes sense. He's, he's actually heroic you know, trying to, to make this work despite everything. I mean, F you. And then he's like, but here's the real thing. Like, do you care about each other? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. And Ruby's like, well, no, we don't know each other. (laughs) Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, did you hear the story? Let me tell you the story that I haven't ever told you before. I mean, it's a leading question, really. Um, of course, they don't care about each other in that way. They, they, they really are practically strangers with each other. And so I was like, aha, as I expected. So here's what I'm saying. Stay here with me. And, you know, if you need a husband or the baby needs a father, I don't know. We, we can talk about it. What an offer, Noel. I know. What I'm a just like, world's- wow cruddiest salesman um (laughs) i want you to disregard the sure thing that you're considering only for the purpose of stability Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna offer you nothing (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna offer you more conversations (laughs) yeah and then i love ruby's response to this which is i have been wanting to hear this for so long like, this is my dream come true, this offer of nothing. <laughs> um, but see, here's the thing. Um, in addition to already having, you know, a marriage proposal from the baby's father, who is, you know, stable and employed, um, my parents also are offering me, like, a place to live and support and people to help with the baby if I go home. But now that you've offered me nothing, I'm really not sure. <laughs> like, boy, this is really compelling. If I let me just put these on one of those two-sided scales and see <laughs> which one weighs more in terms of stability and security, which is the only thing that I am weighing out and making decisions upon right now. Um, parents and Wade marrying me and having security. No talking. <laughs> <laughs> She's not sure. Yeah. She's not sure now. Yeah, she's not sure. She's she's going to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> and Noel is sitting there looking like so sincere and intense and like what he's saying really means something. And I just wrote down like, what does follow through really look like here for you? Yeah. I mean, buddy. Um, I don't know. Listeners, I'd be really curious to know. Uh, if the, like, 
if this is something you wanted for Ruby and Noel at the point when this was all playing out, I know we only have a minute to consider it, but um, I'm so glad that this episode ends the way it ends. If I'm being really honest with you for them. Um, well, for her yeah. at least. Um, uh, well, actually probably for both of them. I mean, I thought they were so perfect, you know, and they were so perfect together, but like the situation just is not, it's it's just it's things are not going to work out this is not it yeah. <laughs> this is the situation no. has pulled them apart yeah. they're not operating at the same speed right now to be able to handle this situation together i'm not saying it's not possible for two people to handle this situation together at this age i'm saying noel is not going to be able to do no. i agree oh my goodness and so we're going to, yeah, we're going to move over from them. We're going to get one hour and 28 minutes till the art history final. Yes. And we've got Ben and Felicity just laughing with each other, being so happy. They're at the hotel. And it's a nice hotel room. It's like classy. And I think it's, you know, it's the same thing with Ben, like being good at picking out jewelry. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I think he would pick out this like really classy, nice hotel room with the flowers. And I think it's, I don't know. Well, yeah, kinda, I mean, he kind of sexy out, but that he at does the same that. time, like he had a connection through Sean. To That's this hotel? Yeah, because he ended up getting like a decent price on the room. Did I just miss that somehow? Yeah, he says that to her when he gives when he shows her the brochure while she's studying. Uh, like, I totally oh. missed that. Yeah, so he picked it, but there was a connection here. Um, Fair enough. So you know they're they're in the bed and they're admiring the bed, and then boom, magnets yep. kissing. Magnets, magnets. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's going to, now we're starting to open up the frenzy that's going to happen as we get further into this episode. And I love this scene. Mm -hmm. I so love this scene so much. We're going to get a conversation with Megan and Elena. Why don't you walk us through this one? Oh my goodness. So first of all, the outfits are back. Okay. Megan has on an amazing jacket with like this embroidered like rose or something on the side. It's leather and a red shirt and Elena's in a nice orange peasant top and I'm loving it. And Megan, Megan is just being wise. Like when did she become so wise? Mm hmm she's got life experience relevant to what Elena's going through and she just opens the scene by saying don't do it and Elena's like what you know and Megan's like look guys are weird enough about sex like throw God into the picture they go mental like you don't know what you're dealing with and frankly I think she's right mm -hmm. um and Elena's like, no, I mean, I know what I'm doing. Like, it sucks with Tracy. Like, I know what I'm doing. And then I just have to give, like, an amazing award to, to Megan for this next line. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what award. I think it's going to be best advice given in the loft to date. Okay. She says that sleeping with a Christian virgin or a religious virgin is it's like he's breaking up with God to date you. 
and quote, let me tell you from personal experience, you do not want to be the Yoko in a man's relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's just straight up wisdom. Yeah, that's Megan, straight up wisdom. Megan is there for, for Elena. I wanna... And Elena's face says, yeah, I, I, I am thinking that you are right. Now there's more to the scene that I very there much is. enjoy, but I do want to, I want to throw out a theory here. Oh, theory. Megan, it <clears throat> is the line of delineation here. Maybe that's a, maybe I didn't need those words. Maybe that's a replication. I don't know. Is the delineation here between Megan pre dancing on the go-go dancing platform and Megan post that dance? Is that when she becomes wise? Oh, no. I think she's been wise this whole time. She just hasn't shared. She hasn't had the opportunity to verbalize it. Okay. I don't think it's opportunity. I think she she hasn't particularly wanted to help these people because it's been hilarious to watch them, you know, fumble about life. Okay. Because, again, she's had experiences, like with Chad Savage. Yes. Who, I just have to say this now, is a producer on the show. There is a producer on the show <laughs> named Chad Savage. That's hilarious. So they specifically, and they do this, you know, with other with other things. Like we remember the Hotel Rockmore with Todd Mulcahy. Yes. Well, that's for Tiffany Rockmore. Um, so Chad Savage, producer on the show. And now we get this scene, which that, that little tidbit just makes it a thousand Amazing. times better. Oh my goodness. You know, especially when Elena's like, you dated a guy named Chad Savage. Right. So Megan's like, I mean, you don't want to be the Yoko in a man's relationship with the Lord. And she's like, it's like, it's like when I slept with Chad Savage. And Elena says, you slept with a guy named Chad (laughs) Savage. It's just, and the delivery of it was so much a zinger at (laughs) her producer. I mean, it's a name. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, apparently <laughs> Megan sleeping with Chad led him to have a crisis of faith. A breakdown and an obsession, which only now, two years later, is coming to a head. <laughs> so she's going to continue uh, to just dole out the wise advice. You know, Alina, don't go to bed with Tracy go to church with Tracy. Yeah. At least until he sleeps with someone else, then bone all you want. Yeah. So there's the advice. And frankly, because of the significance of Chad Savage, I don't know how they even got through this scene. I don't. Oh my goodness. I, oh Like man. what a picture they have painted here. <laughs> so and Elena's face at the end of it, I just, I loved. It's like this, this really like disgruntled, still kind of confused, but accepting that she's probably right mm-hmm. face and also a little confused about how Megan is right. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe also still thinking about Chad Savage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, there are some great scenes in this episode. There are quite a lot of them. And now we're going to get to a Another really great scene. important, um, like this is where it all comes loose in this episode for everybody, but it's signaled 
by the symbol of the watch stopping. So we're going to see Fen. Uh, Fen. Fen again. Oh, My goodness. Fenicity is so dead. It's no, Fen boy. from um, now on. I am, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> um, Felicity and Ben are kissing. And we're going to see they're getting they're being responsible. They know how much time they need, but the watch stops. Right. What I clocked in this scene ah. was Ben's shirt is off. Okay. So as we go through these scenes, I clocked every time people started removing clothing. Thank you for your work. Yeah. 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 We so, needed you. You know, at first, all clothes on. Now Ben shirts off. Yeah. You like this. Okay. You like There's the direction no rush. this is yeah. going. No rush. She's got time. Mm -hmm. Put puts the watch down. You know, she had to take it off. Not only does he not have a shirt on, he now doesn't have a watch on. So yeah. you know, <laughs> nude wrist. Sexy. Um so we're just gonna yeah. see what happens. Well, it's not gonna be good. This is where it all comes unglued. <laughs> uh, it's the start of it. So they're they're still kissing, and we're going to get the very important timestamp. According to the watch, yeah. it's 10 after four. <laughs> yep. Where it will remain for the time. next three hours or so. Pretty much, yeah. And now, you know, in other things that are getting out of hand, yep. we're at the loft. We're with Noel and Julie. Noel is eating the smart cookies, not knowing that they're smart cookies. And no, they're having a conversation about learned. playing darts. Yeah. Apparently Noel sucks at playing darts. Yeah. Thinking it's maybe they've been on that kind of date or maybe they're just talking about their darts playing abilities. I don't know, but yeah. it's a flirty conversation. Kind of. It's a weird Ish. conversation. I mean, mm -hmm. he's eating the smart cookies and he's becoming, you know, he's overheating, slightly unglued. Mm -hmm. And, and then he begins feeding the smart cookies to Julie, mm -hmm. which seems to be not the best idea considering she's in heat for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll come back to that. Meanwhile, Richard and Sean, where Richard continues to be the Richardest of Richards. Hey, I love that we got them like on a street, like walking, just, mm -hmm. you know, they're out they're they're shopping. Having a walk and talk. And, uh, and Sean is going to make a terrible life choice. He's going to ask for fashion advice from someone wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're still prepping for the Julie date. I guess they've figured out where, well, then they're prepping for the Julie date and you're yeah. right. Richard's going to give this fashion advice. And he's wearing cargo shorts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't wear horizontal stripes. They make your ass look huge. Yep. Sean's like, everybody's ass or my <laughs> ass. And Richard's like your ass specifically. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is the blind leading the blind here. Um, He's got some nice flowers, um, but Richard's going to continue being Richard. And, you know, Sean's like, you know, Ben had this great advice. He, he was like, it's not about 
you know, where you go. It's about who you're with. And Richard's like, look, you're no Ben. <laughs> so you have to take her somewhere special. Yeah. yeah. Where are you going? This isn't, this is not a comparison that you're going to yeah. get into here. No. And Sean's like, well, okay, okay. I see your point. Like I do have a reservation for Cafe des Artistes. And by the way, will you come with me to get my suits from storage? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Richard really feels like he should be paid to be Sean's friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Richard does continue to be the richest of Richards. Okay. So <laughs> I think, we're... I think Richard ha- is like, he's... He's always been this way. We know he's always been this way. But, like, there's just so much more of him now that, you know, I feel like in my mind, he's fully converted from Richard to Dick. (laughs) It's Well, when Richard has latched on to a buddy, it's like (sighs) a loyalty that is unasked for and unbreakable. (laughs) And here's, I know, and I was going to say this, like, we'll get to this later, but it's like, Richard has completely forsaken Noel and like he's all about Sean now. So, you know, he he's his loyalty is apparently up for grabs at different points in time and apparently having something to do with the documentary and being a boom mic operator has (laughs) cemented cemented Dick's love for Sean yeah okay well apparently we're just continuing to set up the chaos and we're gonna head over to nolan elena's apartment where tracy and elena are celebrating they're back in the apartment finals are over they start kissing and tracy's like let's finish this in the bedroom with the door locked and they start going towards her room. And I put, this is not going to end well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at this point, I think if we haven't already noticed it, you'll start to see that the scenes are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. We're cutting really yes. ab- abruptly between them. We've set up potential problems in every situation. And now we're just going to cut between them quickly and let them play out with as much sort of frenetic energy as possible very much like finally we Mm -hmm. have eaten the beet powder or the smart cookies and we along with noel are about to go on a journey so true (laughs) um so first we've got felicity and ben kissing then we've got out Uh -uh. they're making out and now she has no shirt on yeah Mm -hmm. so now it's progressing has no shirt on and mm-hmm. she has no shirt on. Yep. And then we're going to see Tracy and Elena kissing. And Tracy now has no shirt on. Oh. So we're happy about that. Like, real happy about that. Okay. And Julie and Noel aren't kissing yet, but Julie is making, like, I, I described it as googly eyes, which I don't think is the right description. I think I called um, them, like, moon eyes. The okay. Moon eyes is better. I mean, I think googly eyes are those, like, things that you, like. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you paste on like puppets yes that is accurate so moon eyes <laughs> is much much better okay um listeners let the record show that i said moon eyes. 
But I do yeah. like the image of a googly-eyed Julie. <laughs> um, okay, and then we're going to cut real quick from that to one minute until art history final, where we go back to Felicity and Ben kissing. But this time, Felicity is kind of wondering how they're doing on time. So Ben goes over and checks. He grabs the watch and he's like, it's 10 after four. And she's like, has it... Wasn't it already 10 after four? And um, he's so flustered. He's like, I I just, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can see that he is just unable to think of anything but this shirtless woman on top of him. Like, don't be hassling me about 10 <laughs> after four or not 10 after four, okay? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Um, watch says 10 after four. I can give you nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. And then the art history final starts. <laughs> we <laughs> see a shot of everybody else in the class taking their final. Uh, split screen, right? Uh, at, the, at this moment, it's just the class. Okay. We will get a split screen in a minute Later. that I think is so funny because uh, we're we're moving so quickly between these it, scenes. Yeah, I didn't get all of this down because the next thing I had down was when we're back with Tracy and Elena. Yeah, so so we have we have all that happening, and I and I think it's important, even though it's really quick and it takes a lot of note writing. I think it's important that what we're seeing is the pacing of this, where it's like we are as frenzied as Noel is on beet powder. You know, it's yes. just like so much chaos that's happening here and it's building to a point where it's going to break it hasn't quite broken yet but it boy is it close here with tracy and elena yeah elena i mean megan has gotten in her head and i i think rightly so you know elena she's just she's taking a beat and mm -hmm. she's like all right let me just check in with you uh are you thinking about anyone else? Like, do you have any all-powerful entities on your mind? Tracy's like, what? Yeah. And Tracy, <laughs> Tracy is just like, what are you talking about? Like, what? And she's like, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I love the line about the all-powerful entities. Yeah. I just it was like, oh my God. And Tracy's so just good. so not on par with what she's trying to communicate here. He's just no. so confused. <laughs> oh my gosh uh, then we get like two seconds of sean and richard walking to the loft yep and richard then <laughs> thinks that richard thinks that sean should wear his gray suit because it brings out his bone structure yeah <laughs> sean's like you're weird you're coming oh boy and then my worst richard. my worst nightmare comes true Mm -hmm. the thing that i have been dreading for the last like four episodes the thing that i said just don't do it mm -hmm. well yeah. noel's feeling a little weird he says he's feeling weird the thing is the thing that's making him feel weird is the beet powder yes. in the smart cookies but julie takes that as like a he's feeling what i'm feeling <laughs> <laughs> yeah. she lunges in for the kiss she does and not only does she just kiss him, they start making out. Yeah. And there's like this jazz elevator music going on in the back. Do, 
do 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 do. I'm just like, what the? And I will admit, like, it's not as cringe as I thought it would be, but it is distracting and cringy enough that later on, I am also extremely surprised when Sean comes into the apartment. Well, I think what maybe saves this for you possibly is that this is all going to play for comedy instead of romance. You know, it's like if they tried to make this a moment where it was like, Julie's making moon googly eyes. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) And and then they're going to have this real genuine moment. I think that would play very differently for you based on everything that you've said about this budding relationship to this point but because it's gonna ensue like (laughs) there's gonna be so (laughs) much chaos that comes out of this I have to love the moment because well we'll get there soon (laughs) but now we get a split screen yep Felicity and Ben are kissing plus at the the art history final slides in It's like, here's what they're doing. Here's what she's supposed to be doing. And I just wrote down, well, at least they're definitely having more fun. Yeah, there's that. There's that. And now we're going to get back to Julian Noel kissing. Mm. And he kind of, the kiss stops for a moment. He's like, what was in those cookies? (laughs) (laughs) And Sean and Richard walk in, but it's very clear what they walked in on. Yeah. Yeah, and Julie and Sean's faces. I mean, Julie is looking so guilty. Mm-hmm. And Sean is just like, what? Mm-hmm. And Richard says, you sluts! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so Richard. Um, uh, yeah, he has fully transferred all of his loyalty to Sean at this point and has turned on Noel and is slut shaming him. Yeah. And it's going to, he's going to do even more of it. And I probably shouldn't love it as much as I do, but I love it so much. I do Um, too. So now we're cutting again, very quickly to Elena and Tracy. Elena stops. Yeah. Whatever's happening between them right now. She just can't, she can't with it anymore. She can't do it. Tracy. Elena can't compete with the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) They really do a good job of this. Um, Now we're going to go back to Ben and Felicity. Yeah, we're going to get another time card. 623, art history final, way Way over. Which Mm -hmm. also, like, who had an hour final in college? My finals Mm -hmm. were like four hours in college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair point. But Felicity and Ben are still kissing. She's like, oh, I really feel like I need to get going. And she's like, check the time. Ben's like, it's 10 after four. What? after four then she then she's like this is too weird it's been 10 after four too many times now so she (laughs) grabs the watch it says 10 after four then she looks over at the alarm clock she has to like spin it in her direction Uh she goes oh my god it's after six 
and falls off the bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, so now it's just panic and frenzy between these quickly cut scenes. Okay. And Sean, now we're back in the loft. We've got Noel, Julie, Sean, and they will Megan. be joined by Megan. Mm-hmm. Sean says to Noel, how could you make a move on Julie? And Noel is, is sweating everywhere. <laughs> and he's so confused. And he's like, I, I, di- I didn't. Julie, Julie made a move. She made a move on me. <laughs> and he like seems so it. surprised by it. <laughs> he is very surprised. Yeah. And, uh, and Megan just walks in and starts like laughing. Mm-hmm. She's like, did you eat the smart cookies? Because they have beet powder in them. Mm-hmm. And Noel's like, no. No, they make me hyper. Yeah. And Sean's upset, but Megan's like, no, it's it's the cookies. I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, Richard's there too. And he says, yeah, hypersexual. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing I could say about Megan and her face is like, she she's laughing so hard. It's just glee. Yeah. She's gleeful. She's yeah. like, eat some more. Eat some more cookies. I mean, at this point, <laughs> through through the upcoming scenes here, I don't know if it's that Mandy Foreman was really laughing in real life or if it's that or Megan was laughing. It all works. No matter it, yeah. no matter what. Like her laughing at them it's works perfectly. So funny. Because yeah. everyone else is somehow holding it together. And mm-hmm. I don't know how. Yeah. And she's just like this is hilarious i wish i had a tape wait i wish i had a video recorder Mm -hmm. oh my god now we're going to head back to tracy and elena and tracy's confused because elena just stopped them from having sex he's not the person in this relationship that he would have thought would have done that and elena's explaining herself yeah she she has stood up she is out of the bed and tracy is sitting there shirtless on the bed mm-hmm. and and elena can't even look at him mm-hmm. she's like got her back to him and she's like no they don't like you can't sacrifice your beliefs for me mm-hmm. you know it's just you can't do it for me and tracy's like what if i want to mm-hmm. uh and because we're still in the like frenetic energy part of this uh episode elena then throws in a line that makes no sense to tracy (laughs) i don't want you to end up in a mental mental institution (laughs) tracy's like Like um chad savage thanks thanks (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah tracy's like so should i sleep with someone else i mean and elena does something that i don't think is actually possible she she leaves a shirtless tracy and flees um Mm -hmm. i couldn't have done it i mean good on her and we are now going to cut into the next three i love the next like few sequences here all like we went from chaos to just drama and anger (laughs) (laughs) and then we'll get really quiet but I like 
I like what happens here. So first of all, I love this piece with Felicity and Ben, where you know Felicity has now realized that she's late for her final by a lot. She's She's missed missed her final. And they have this ridiculous argument where Felicity's like, "You did this on purpose. Did you make me fail the final on purpose so that you we wouldn't have even we would be able to spend the summer together?" And he's like, "What?" She's like. You purposely didn't wind the watch. <laughs> and then lying in bed is like, you don't wind the watch. You do this. And he's rotating his arm. And then she says, well, you purposely didn't do this. <laughs> he starts rotating her arm. I just, it's so memorable, that yeah. moment. Like, it's so weird. <laughs> it's, it's like, you can't forget that bizarre little snippet of argument. <laughs> I mean, I did forget it, but like, it's, it's like, you, she can't really mean it. She can't really be saying, <laughs> she can't really be mad at him and make that motion no. with her arm. And unfortunately, like, this is really important and, and Ben just can't keep it together. He is laughing. <laughs> he is laughing so hard that she has like missed her final. Um, which is really not cool, but like, it's, a, it's, I don't know whether he was just like laughing and they couldn't get it where he wasn't laughing. I have to assume that that's what happened here. Because <laughs> otherwise it's like kind of mean to yeah. be laughing at her. I mean, how can you deliver this? I don't, I don't <laughs> and know. And not be laughing. I would never have been able to keep a straight face for this. Um you, you purposely didn't do this. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, and- I continue to love the next scene. Yeah, Sean's like, we had a date. And Noel's like, no, we didn't. I I know who I dated and, and when. One's <laughs> like, not you, Julie. And Megan's just looking on in amusement. Gleeful. She's mm-hmm. gleeful. Mm-hmm. And Richard again is slut shaming. Well, Julie, Julie's like, our date is actually tomorrow. Yes. And Sean's like, <laughs> Yeah, that's because you had to study, not suck face with Noel. And then Richard, who continues to be the Richardest of Richards, says, He's got an idea for a date location. He says, You should take her to Cafe de Sluts. <laughs> is cracking up and i can't tell if it's megan or mandy i don't know who's cracking up but it all works it's Um, it's full of glee she's so happy and and then the other shoe drops because ruby walks up yeah and she's like whoa wait julie what somebody kissed no huh and yeah she's really disappointed with noel who uh is absolutely and completely incapacitated by the beats (laughs) and she will leave and he will stumble and fall and break things and try to catch her yeah as she walks out he tries to chase her out of the room and is the clumsiest he's ever been oh my goodness and then elena walks out of her own apartment that's how important it is to her Mm -hmm. and 
Tracy is just standing there shirtless. Oh my gosh. He like Elena is my hero in this episode. Yeah. I mean, she is superwoman and wow. Yeah. And then Felicity walks out. She's got to save her grade. And Ben finally sobers up for a second and is like, I didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. And now the whole episode sort of like we we move into the quieter sort of denouement of it all. It's like not a, a moment. Not less funny though. It's not <laughs> less funny, but we get longer scenes again. Yes. It doesn't feel like there needs to be the Santa Swings music behind us. <laughs> Although that music wasn't playing in this episode, but that's what was playing in finally. Yes. And I feel like, you know, we had that middle section of this episode that was all like, no, like everybody, all this chaos. And I think we're out of chaos in terms of um, the pacing of the episode, but we're dealing with the aftermath of everything that just happened in a quieter way. Yeah. We're back in the hotel room mm-hmm. and it's Sean and Ben and Sean is eating like a $20 Toblerone from the mini out bar. of the mini bar. <laughs> yeah. And announces that he is going to eat all the candy. And Ben, Ben is just talking. I mean, I feel like he's just talking. It, it kind of doesn't matter that it's Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I didn't sabotage her final. Like, I mean, I might have seen the clock, but like, I don't know. Her like hands are on my dick. I couldn't tell. Maybe it's my fault. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's my fault. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was 10 after four. Maybe it wasn't 10 after four. Yeah. He's, he's feeling the, he's feeling a little guilty, but, but also confused. Yeah. I mean, his blood was not in his brain. Let's just admit that. It It definitely wasn't. We could tell. And then, but I'm loving Sean for this next thing. He's like, I'm going to eat all the candy. And Ben's like, uh, it's kind of expensive. And Sean says, I'm in an expensive mood. Yeah. That's right, Sean. That's sure right. Is. Treat and yourself. Ben says, oh, don't be depressed about Julie. Sean says, oh, okay, don't breathe air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a realistic piece of advice, Ben. Thanks for your contribution. I mean, everyone's had someone do that, right? It's mm-hmm. like you feel a certain way and they're like just don't feel that way it's like yeah don't breathe air mm-hmm. like, which basically means fuck you yeah it's pretty much what that means yeah well felicity's gonna return she's gonna see sean eating all the mini bar food. <laughs> well, she doesn't see him at first she walks in and she's she's like hey to ben and then she kind of turns to the side and sees sean she's like hey (laughs) like what's this yeah she's much more calm yeah she's she she tried to make it work she went to the room everybody was gone she went to professor morton's office professor morton wasn't there so you know professor morton was gone because she wasn't able to do anything about it and And, uh and so she lets ben know that and then she says hey sean to which sean answers Julie kissed Noel and Ben completely ignores him and 
Felicity's like, <laughs> Felicity walks, they what? walk towards each other again. Yeah. Uh, and Felicity says, I'm sorry for freaking out. Like, it's not your fault. Uh, imagine this, kids. She's still going to pass, even if she doesn't even take the final. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, she thinks it's better. It was worth it. You know, just just kissing him was totally worth missing her final. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Well, you know, I kind of had that experience in college, too, where we, our school really? had... Um... You were making out with someone and you missed your final? No, I didn't have that, but I did have the experience <laughs> of, like, we had, we didn't have pluses and minuses for our grading system. And so when you were looking at the finals that you had coming up, there were certain classes where no matter how you did on the final, you wouldn't, your grade would still be a B or something, or it wouldn't change. Like it didn't matter how you did on the final, your grade would be exactly what it was. And so my experience was that I didn't study so much for those finals. I studied for the ones where I could change my grade more. I studied for everything, but I studied, I put more, much more attention into the ones where I actually could make a change to my grade. Um, And so this experience of her saying, no matter how I do on my final, I'm still going to pass the class is accurate for what I experienced too. Um, We went to the same college and had the same major. And I can say that was not true of any of my classes. Interesting. Ever. Yeah. No, I was like, you know, and usually it was when I was going to get a B. It was like, well, no matter how I do on this, I'm getting a B in this class okay <laughs> like most it's, it's... of mine were like you maybe had a, a midterm and a final like maybe mm-hmm. you had a midterm uh and that was it so like more than half your grade was the final mm. yeah i uh no i had some classes where it just didn't matter anymore huh interesting so I, I know that, ex- and usually it's like if you have quizzes and stuff along the way, or you, there's more than one thing that's making up your grade, like each thing yeah, didn't weighs have a little many less. of those. Mm-hmm. Didn't really have those anymore. I had some of those in high school, but like once I got to college, they're really, quizzes were a thing of the past. Uh, you didn't have to go to a section if you didn't want to. I don't know. We just, we must have taken different, different courses. We had a same major but different different like, tracks t- different tracks of major right yeah and even within that you didn't have to take all the same classes so you know yeah, that's I true. um I definitely had that experience so I get I get that she's kind of like well I'm probably not going to get the internship but uh it's not gonna like I'm not gonna just fail out of the class um yeah. so I I do them are having that. a like an intimate moment with each other, you know, she's apologizing, you know, they're coming together, they're kissing and, you know, Sean's just indignantly like, you know, I can leave, I can like pack all the candy up and, you know, I just, I'll take it to go. (laughs) Take it to go. Yeah. I mean, if you guys are going to like be here in your hotel room. Yeah. um, She's like, you know what? Just stay, eat your candy. I'm going to go shower. Yeah, which is weird, I'm going to say. Like, which she, and I'm, she doesn't even do. She ends up taking a bath. Yeah, <clears> but still, <throat> I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're all living together in the loft, so it's cool. But, like, if I'm in a hotel room with my boyfriend and there's a second dude that 
is not part of our relationship, I'm not bathing with him there. So maybe it's just me. Okay. But Uh, I mean, it's a separate room. Still. Nope. Because here, you know, Sean's got a, a thought here. He's like, you know, you're so lucky, Ben. You're you're dating a girl who isn't going to turn around and kiss Noel. To which I kind of wonder, is he? Uh, or is he? Um, well, but then as Sean keeps talking, he's like, well, I guess she used to kiss Noel. So I don't know. Yeah, whatever. but I also have a feeling she's going to again in the future. Um, okay. I feel like this is not the end of the the Noel Ben triangle because what would we do for the next two seasons? Okay. Um, but for all the times that I I called Noel out for mm-hmm. trying to fix everything, right? He like mm-hmm. came along and was like, I have to fix this, I have to fix that. Ben is now gonna try to fix this final for Felicity. And I don't know what to say. For me, this time I think it's fine. I think it's really okay. I actually think this is the most romantic thing that he's done. Like, okay, but you skipped over something really important here, Fetch. Uh-oh, what did I miss? What did I miss? So we need Felicity to go and take a shower or a bath or whatever because we need a moment where Ben can make a phone call. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that was next. But I was just going to say, like, ahead of all the stuff that happens. Okay. Like, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with him deciding I'm going to I'm going to make this call and I'm going to try to fix it. Yeah. Ben calls Al, the security guard. Is that guy still alive? Oh, fish. Well, Sean wants to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ben's going to get a hold of Al and Al's going to give him Professor Morton's number, though he probably shouldn't. But mm-hmm. he, you know, he knows Ben is the kid with the goofy smile and, yeah. he, you know, he wants to help out. And so he's going to give Ben Professor Morton's number, maybe her home number. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe she has a cell phone. Hard to I say. I guess probably not because he had to call her daughter. Yeah, we know that Ben's going to have to, you know, call around. He's going to have to really try to sleuth out where Professor Morton is. But, um, yeah, he's going to get his information from the one and only Al. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that we have this episode with, you know, maybe a final episode with our two, you know, long past stars, Sally and Al. Yeah. Yep. I can't make any claims as to Sally, but I think this is the last mention of Al we will have. Um, that's right. So we're going to head over to Epstein Bar where Julie and Elena are licking their wounds. And Elena is, I, I would say they're both feeling a bit guilty. Well, they both say it. Julie's yeah. like, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And Elena's like, yeah, me too. Like, we're in the same situation. You're not in the same situation. You're not She's at like, all I in felt, the same situation. No, not at all. Uh, he's like I felt like I was taking advantage of Tracy I felt evil and Julie's like you know I I just feel bad that I hurt Sean right but Julie seems to think there's an easy fix for this for Elena she's like look you want to have sex with your boyfriend 
this is not a crime. Go have sex with Tracy. Yeah. And she's probably not the best person to be giving advice right now. Mm-hmm. Considering if, uh, if anyone needed to feel guilty. Yeah. Probably yeah. was her. Yeah. Well, we're now going to pick up again with Ben, who has actually found Professor Morton, who is having dinner at some lovely restaurant with a, with a man. Yes. With and James. yes. So Ben is going to continue his trend of stalking people. Mm-hmm. And he comes upon them at a very, very nice restaurant. Yeah. Very nice upscale restaurant. Yeah. Having dinner. Yeah. And also left Felicity alone bathing with Sean in his hotel room. I'm assuming that Sean left at the point when Ben left. We, we, we don't know we what's don't happening know. in the hotel room. We don't know. But when we know when Ben gets back that Felicity is there alone. Yes. So um, Ben is going to have the most rambling, <laughs> stumbling explanation conversation with Professor Morton, who doesn't know whether to be like, think he's pathetic or to be amused or to be supportive. He is, Ben has the smile. He's got the smile on and he is charming her. She can't not smile when she She looks at him. She can't not smile, but I think she's alternating between like, is this the saddest story I've ever heard? Is he the most (laughs) ridiculous person I've ever met? Or is this the cutest thing I've ever seen? I think I see all of that flashing across her face at different moments. I also wrote down that he was rambling. He Um, He definitely was. Like the fact that he said gay boss twice and then like, had to say it didn't matter that he was gay well, um, at the very least he opened with it's my fault she missed your final like yeah he, he anchors it in something that's useful <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on a little journey from there like hey mm-hmm. we started this relationship recently we're, we've been just fooling around and i didn't mind the watch you see my gay boss is getting married and he gave me a watch and it doesn't matter that he's a gay boss but I, she's anyway, also felicity's gay boss then yeah and the the point is i didn't wind the watch because when you when you want to wind the watch you got to go like this and he's rotating (laughs) his arm he's like but i didn't do that i forgot to do it and he's like you know do you remember you know the start of a relationship when like everything tastes better and you know you just you lose track of time and we just we lost track of time and he's like looking so in love and he's making a total ass out of himself and he's being super charming. He's like, I just, I had to do everything I could to help her get the internship because she really wants the internship. And this is where I star it and say, this is romantic. Like this is like, for me, I guess for this is for me what the film canister is for you. Okay, fair enough. Well, I do also like the moment where he's like, you know, you know, at the start of a relationship where everything tastes better and everything, you know, and then he says, maybe that was what it was like for you too when you when you you know mm-hmm. when you met or when you first started dating. And Professor Morton's like, James is my brother. i mean they just had to make it more awkward yeah and he's like right 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 okay okay uh, okay probably not um Um, oh my goodness yeah but i think she was charmed i think yeah 
after all of that he got lucky that she's nice and understanding He's, and a straight woman. Had he tried to do this with Dr. Garibay, it would have been no a very different way. outcome. Okay. That's all I'm saying to you. Um, but, you know, yes. he kind of anchors it again at that. He, he opens and ends with the, the relevant thing. And then he rambles in the middle, but he says, you know, can she get another shot? And Professor Morton writes a note for Felicity he's like all right well you give this to Felicity and when we leave a scene we're not really sure what the note says but you know it seems like seems positive she, it seems she's like smiling. she's not shutting it down that's for sure yeah but, she's like mirroring his smile back to him yeah so we're gonna head back to the loft for an unfortunate conversation with Julie and Sean oh man Julie walks up to his loft in this ugly shirt and these terrible jeans with her like nipples as hard as they could possibly be. Wow. And Sean is so cute and so understanding. And I'm just like, this sucks. It does. I mean, it's the conversation all of us, including Sean, were expecting to happen from the very get go of this situation. Um, but Julie starts to sort of explain herself and Sean's like, uh, don't explain. Just don't. Yeah. Let's just not have this date. That's not, it doesn't make sense. And she's coming up there. like, still think it's thinking it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. She's like, but, but, and he's like, no, no, no. Just, the writing is on the wall here. See, there it is. Yeah. That's where the writing is. It's on it the says, wall. There will be no date right yeah. there in red. And next Julie, to the bike. Julie's like, you know, I love you, right? It's like, that's not really the cadence uh, of the I love you that Sean was looking for, but thanks for playing. It hurts so much. Um, yeah. And we had skipped over it, but before when Elena and Julie were talking, Julie did admit she was like, I just shouldn't have said yes from the start. Mm-hmm. And Elena's like, told you so. Yeah. <sighs> and Sean's just gutted. And we knew yeah. it was headed here eventually. And he did too. And now it's happened. Sadness. Yeah. But now we're going to go over to Nolan Elena's apartment. And Elena and Tracy are going to have a conversation. You know, Elena's Elena's back. She's ready again. She's like, I don't know what I was thinking, but I am ready if you're ready. Tracy's still at the apartment. Yeah, he is. And so she walks in and she's like, oh, you're you're still here. You knew I'd come around. You you knew I'd come around. Uh And Tracy's like, "Mm, actually, uh, you know, and I had written down like as soon as I saw her coming back in i was like they are not going to be on the same page here Mm. um elena is taking the bad advice given to her by julie but tracy's going to shut it down real quick and elena's going to get back on board with that um he's like you know can't do it um look i maybe it was stress of finals like i i really don't want to lose you Mm -hmm. But, like, I want to thank you for stopping us before we went too far. Yeah. He, he makes a point to say that, you know, you walking out showed me that you cared. 
it's why he's been waiting for someone, you know, real who cares about him and is there for him in the relationship like that. Mm-hmm. And he's, he, you know, she's, she's a little grumpy, but he, uh, you know, he finesses his way in, he pulls her in close and they kind of snuggle down together again. And, oh, thank goodness that, you know, whatever was going to happen was avoided. And, uh, and Elena's not Yoko. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're now heading into the kisses of different meanings section of the (laughs) episode where Tracy and Elena kiss, but this is like a thank you kiss from Tracy and like an appreciation kiss. Um, And, you know, a sweet, a sweet kiss. Yeah. And then we're going to head to the next kiss of a different meeting where we've got a park bench, an unnamed park bench. And Ruby and Noel are there. Noel's found Ruby after she left the apartment. And um, the beats seem, yeah, the beats seem to be out of his system at this point. Yeah. And this is really like a goodbye tenor to this scene. Ruby is like, you know what? you should be kissing people and you should be dating and you should be having fun. And that's where you are in life right now. And that's not where I am. Even though she wishes she was, I mean, Ruby says, I'm here to say goodbye. Yeah. And you know, Noel's like, look, the thing with Julie and she's like, it doesn't have anything to do with you kissing Julie. Well, actually, you know what it does? Because here's where you are and here's where I am. And basically, I think she's saying what we're all thinking, which is he is not ready for this type of commitment. Uh, Yeah. And I mean, I, I think it's just, I think it's just an acknowledgement that what he needs in life right now and what she needs in life right now are two completely different things. And if anything, it's not even about what she needs. It's about what her baby needs. And, mm-hmm. you know, she makes it a point to say like, you know, I have to go home. I told Wade the same thing. So it sounds like she's not getting married, planning to right get away. married or like, I don't know if that's still on the table, but it's for a later date to decide. But she, she did not say yes to his proposal in that moment. Um, she's like, I need to go take care of things. And I'm going to do that at home in Colorado with my parents. Um, and so she's leaving tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, they're having this, you know, this very, I don't even want to call it bittersweet. I mean, it's this sad moment and it feels very genuine and yet there is this sappiest music playing behind it it which is. is just ruining it for me it is do 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 oh god but no played wonder. on a guitar well okay so see i hate it no matter what you play it on <laughs> um so it's completely ruining it for me again Okay. Uh, it's the music, guys. We've uh, yeah. confirmed it. It doesn't matter what instrument is played on. No. This yeah. is terrible, terrible music choice. I'm sorry to whoever chose it that I'm coming down this hard on it. 
but you you didn't do a good job on this one. I will say that the music in this episode there weren't there weren't like songs from from you know famous artists that they were playing. They had a lot of like Felicity theme music, elevator music. Um, well, there was some of that, but there was also a lot of like theme music for the show that we'll hear in many episodes across many different things. Um, that we heard it a lot in different scenes in this episode and this particular scene they used what had been a piano theme um but they played guitar with it and i think that's been like the one that we've responded to really negatively um i don't know that we respond like super positively to the other ones although i will say that it's very familiar to me um to hear those songs so there is there is something about that but this is the one that we've that we hear that like apparently no matter what instrument it's played on <laughs> just, just ruins the it. scene um because it's so, a nice scene you know they're both saying that they didn't want to lose each other and he's saying you know maybe i'll send you a care package here or there and then they have this great goodbye kiss mm-hmm. is just freaking ruined with stupid sappy music yep so, all right, that's the second type of kiss that we're going to see here in this little sequence. Then we're going to get another one. Mm-hmm. Sean is flossing in the same, I don't even know how they shoot in this bathroom. Yeah, it but is it such... is the same bathroom with the, mm-hmm. that was in the last episode. Yeah, it's the same I bathroom. I saw the tiles. It's a, such a small space. It's a different, ang- well, it's, I guess it's the angle looking in from the door to the mirror. Yeah. Um, which I suppose you have a little bit more room to operate there if you're a camera operator. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we've seen the other angle of this from, yeah. from like the shower side. And so there is a door here. I don't know. It's interesting to me, uh, that they managed to get so much coverage of this tiny space, but Sean is flossing in this bathroom mm-hmm. and Megan approaches and he's like, you know, the cookies were really good. You're very talented. And there's this like biting undertone to the whole, how he's delivering all this. He's like a little salty. (laughs) Well, this, the way I put it was, he says something like the cookies were spectacular, were spectacular. And then I put next to it said aggressively. Yeah. Because Megan does the same thing with like, is that a new shirt? Yeah. (laughs) Said aggressively. Yeah. And granted, like Sean is, it's not a good day for Sean. It's not, but this outfit of Megan's is fantastic. So things are, are kind of looking up when, when they begin, you know, sniffing each other's butts. Well, and then interestingly put, um, and then Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason I say that is because I found this to be a weirdly primal moment for the two of them. (laughs) Well, so, so they're having that exchange and you're right. There is this like terse sort of aggressiveness to the language, but they're saying nice things to each other. It's yeah. all complimentary, but it's yeah. like delivered so harshly. And then she, Megan's like, is that a new shirt? And there's like all this sexual tension oh, about yeah. the shirt and like the expressions on Megan's face. And meanwhile, the significance of the shirt is that he was just like going through all of these hoops trying to find the right stuff for the date with Julie uh-huh. and here's Megan appreciating a shirt that <laughs> he was and Meg- Richard for- agonized over yeah oh my goodness but like I love the moment where they come like face to face and and Megan's face changes about four times mm-hmm. and it's like 
she's sizing him up and figuring him out. I mean, to me, it's like two animals, like looking at each other being like, I'm checking you out. Okay. Like it's face to face, butt sniffing. Wow. Yeah. I just very primal. Sort of wish you hadn't (laughs) (laughs) said that and put that in my mind, but that's fine. That's true for many things I say. Yeah. Um, Megan, after this long stare and the many different facial expressions, Megan's like, oh, this is so wrong. And then they just go in directly for the kiss. Like they're attracted with magnets. I don't know. Um, I, I still went with the primal, like I know they're attacking each other, but I'm assuming (laughs) somehow, because I don't know how, because it's a very small space. Like, I don't even think like they would both fit in the bathtub. Like it, he's too tall. I don't know but I'm assuming they're going to sleep together. I'm guessing they maybe find their way back up to the loft. Um, That would be a weird walk through a loft that is potentially full of other people. Well, but they would know how many people are in there. Would they? Because they're just really into it. And and honestly, Megan doesn't care. And Sean. mm. Because who else is actually in the loft right now? I mean, everybody's been spotted in other locations. So. I don't know, except Julie, but I don't know where Julie went. Do we care? Yeah. It serves Julie right. Um, (laughs) And then we're going to have Ben go back to the hotel where he is going to find Felicity, who's now in a bubble bath. Yes. Sexy tub scene with a very romantic, large multi-wick candle because really the essence of romance is when you can have a candle with more than one wick in it. That's just okay, that seems fair. my takeaway. Uh, yeah. Well, Ben has, you know, good news and bad news. So uh, we figure out, Felicity figures out that Ben was just gone for a while and where he went <laughs> was finding Professor Morton. She's like, you were just, you were where? Doing yeah. what? And he's like, well, yeah, um, so I found her and I got her to agree to giving you another shot, which is the good news. Mm-hmm. And here's the bad news. And he hands her the paper that, you know, Morton had written the note on. And apparently she's got an essay that she has to write a paper that, you know, is going to be due tomorrow. Yep. So good news. New shot at your final. Bad news. No sex. You have to go back to the loft and write an essay on Daubigny. And if you are successful, you then are not together for the whole summer. Yeah, it's tricky, right? So they work together. We get the montage, but we get the voiceover. (laughs) We get, you know, them working through the night. Felicity is realizing they can work together. He's getting her coffee. He's helping her research. She's writing stuff. It's their paper. It's their collective paper. It's their baby. Their paper baby. Um, <laughs> and this is where we get this great moment that I, I just love. She's sitting on the couch and he's like, I don't know, he squat down like next to the couch. So his like head is like on the edge of the couch looking at her mm-hmm. and he just starts like laughing and she like puts her hand up uh like on the top of the couch and he just like 
dissolves in giggles and just like completely puts his whole face in her hand while yeah. laughing. Yeah. And I thought it was really cute. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're cute. That's for sure. They are. And then they, they uh, get us through this like workout montage, but it's a paper writing montage. And, mm -hmm. um, Ooh, and did you notice the clear fridge? Yes. Right. Good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. That was something that, uh, Mandy Foreman was telling us about. Yeah. Not that we're trying to name drop and, you know, say how cool we are, but you know, Mandy Foreman told us about the clear fridge anyway. Um, so I just want to give Melissa as many chances as possible to say Mandy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking them. I'm taking all of them. And I'm like doubling it. Like I've dropped yep. her name so many times here. You might be thinking to yourself, listeners, that this is unnecessary. And yeah. I just, I don't even know what to tell you. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we get the results of this as quickly as possible. They want to set up tension for the next episode. So Professor Morton loved the paper loved and it. it's our paper. She loved our paper, our paper baby. And then um, she offers the internship and we, that's happening in sort of a discussion we can't hear. And uh, Ben, Felicity's relaying all this to Ben and Ben asks the question that closes the episode. He says, what are you going to do? Yeah, I love that they go through this whole thing. And then he's like, great, hmm. you got offered the job. What are you going to do? It's yeah. like, duh. Like, what did you do all this for if she, if she wasn't going to take it? Like, is this really still a question? It is. You One got that her. With and you got episode. her out of a bubble bath and like into clothing. Yeah. And back to the loft for her not to take this? Well, you know, this is something they're going to grapple with in the next episode, which is why they closed this one with the setup of what are you going to do? Yeah, like, come on. Okay. All right. Which isn't <laughs> buying it, but that's okay. I do want to inject a note from an optimist in here because I wasn't sure where to put this, but my note from an optimist is, is a general take on the beauty of the start of a new relationship. <laughs> I mean, how great is this? This is what Fish has been waiting for for a while now. This, what does it look like when Felicity and Ben are, are in a relationship? It looks like this. It's cute. Okay. Yeah. There's kissing, there's magnets on lips. There's, you know, losing track of time. There's watches that stop and nobody notices. There's it, the, it's 10 after four of it all. There's the, we're going to team up and work on our paper baby together. Um, you know, it's just cute. And they've waited a long time for this. And they're finally on the same page. I don't know how long we'll stay there, but mm. we're on the same page and we are feeling good about the start of it all and they can't get enough of each other and boy isn't this cute i like it i like it i feel it for them i really hope it lasts longer than the last time which Ugh. was like three episodes i know um, at best <laughs> maybe two maybe one and a half <laughs> only one that felt good you know yeah, i mean like, they're already like way further along than they were last time. Yeah. Um, yeah. They didn't really, we didn't really get a lot of chances to see them like 
this. We pretty much got one episode. And even then there was all this drama because they were dealing with like the fallout with Julie and the fallout with Noel and feeling like they were evil people. And they are now experiencing a phase like this of their relationship with none of that baggage, which is cool. We like to call this the honeymoon phase or the, what is it? Some yellow glasses, but not rose colored glasses. I think there's like another term besides rose tinted glasses, but I think that works too. It's sort of like, you know, the phase where everything tastes better and you when lose they're looking track at each of other time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I did that to all of you. Um, yeah, I mean, all I have is this picture of Julie with, you know, those, those glasses where yeah. the eyes come out and there's like springs on them. Yes. And they just like hang forward. Yeah. I'm really proud to say that that's been my contribution to the Felicity community. (laughs) All right. You're welcome, everybody. That and dead rabbits in a bag that Nicole was bringing. And don't don't forget Fen. Right. Fen. That's (laughs) never been a thing until me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, fish. Yeah. I think it's time to head into our you're the worst segment. (gasps) That was the best you've ever done like it. I'm going to try to remember fantastic. that one. That was good. Yeah. It was like really judgmental and British. Oh, okay. See, I got there eventually. It took yeah. some time. We knew it. Look, we all knew you'd get there. Yeah. So who's the worst in this episode, Fish? I mean, I don't think it's going to come as any surprise. Julie. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. You are the worst. Sean is letting you live. Subsidized in his loft, which you've been moving in and out of for the last two years. And you lead him on agreeing to a date because you, quote, couldn't say no. Then you seduce a mentally compromised Noel after he tells you he may want to marry Ruby and have a family with her. You ruin any future Ruby and Noel could have had and she was perfect for him and he loves her. You advise Elena to hop on and ride Tracy into the sunset, even though it's compromising his faith and relationship with God and it must have taken inhuman strength for Elena to walk away from shirtless Tracy. Thank the Lord she did not listen to you because that could have been the end of Trace Elena and the fourth and fifth person that you hurt in one night. After you're done tearing through Sean, Noel, Ruby, Tracy, and Elena, you then throw salt on Sean's wounds by coming up uninvited into his loft with your hard nips out, expecting to still go on a date, and then basically say you love him as a friend. Ouch. Julie, you're the worst. Oh, it's just too real. <laughs> yeah, I still love Amy Joe. It's not her fault. It's also not her fault that they gave her basically no storylines to work with on on her own for this whole yeah most no. of season two, really. Um, but the you're the worst segment is again on a per episode basis. Yeah. So you know, I you can't when they give us this, she's the worst. 
in this episode. Yeah. Well, and remember, she was competing maybe against Richard for that, but I'm not sure. No, I feel like, yeah, Richard just, Richard is. uh, I feel like we just have to accept him as like the soulless husk of humor that he is and love him for it. I like that. Soulless husk of humor. Yeah. Well, folks, that was our, that was our, you're the worst segment. Julie, you're the worst. Uh, that was so good. Uh, we found it. We found it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll forget it for next time, but that's okay. Don't, um, don't forget it. We'll, we'll, we'll get it back. It's all right. So we are now heading into our favorite segment. Yay. After you listen to this tape, you have to erase it. It's uh, now where the listeners tell us what they think. And we've got a whole array of, of little bits of feedback from people on different things. A whole I, don't, variety. I don't know what you're going to bring up, but I'm just going to say like, there's some Instagram posts I've been staying away from because, you know, I don't want to be totally spoiled. Although let's just go out there because we all know you've listened to the um to the Mandy Foreman interview now just gonna say that again uh and she spoiled me hard on assless chaps y'all heard that um so actually best way to be spoiled (laughs) ever and uh I am looking forward to this um so yeah it's awesome. gonna be a minute. It's not right away, but it's yeah. it's just gonna be a minute. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm I'm staying away from some in- Instagram posts because of that. But I'm still reading some other ones, and I have been laughing so hard at some of these. Like, there was one from Heather. Was it Heather Mobrian? Heather M O'Brien. Yep. M O'Brien. Um. Oh my God, I laughed so hard. Uh. There's, I mean, there's just, there were like four or five of them that I was like, just like in tears. Nice. Uh, You guys are awesome. Well, a lot of the feedback that I'm pulling for today has, we've, we received it maybe a while ago, but it it all just seems to be lining up perfectly with this episode. So I'm going to share a whole bunch of different things, just different topics. The first one I'll, I'll mention though, because it just feels like the right time to bring this back. At Colleen.Tenbis says, you know, I don't mind one or two pieces of the piano theme, but at least vary which piece of the song. I also remember them using this piece in season four during a rainy dinner scene that breaks my heart. So, Colleen, did you remember they turn it into a guitar? (laughs) And also, does this mean that this is going to ruin the scene in season four for us. We're going to use this this snippet of song a lot. I didn't remember them using another instrument for it. I remember the piano again. Um, I, I didn't even this. recognize it as the same song. I just knew you I just didn't like it. Hated it with equal yes. strength. Um, <laughs> right. I see what you're saying. I get your point there. Um, so there was that. I thought I'd open with that one because you know it's a musical theme. Um, okay, I've got a little piece of Allison Atwater's Ben Missive or Treatise. Um, she says, I love how much intimate time Ben and Felicity spend having whispered conversations in bed. So sweet. Yeah, I like that too. 
that and again my love language is touch so i just love how he like is always like caressing her and touching her and being like very sweet yeah and this is definitely not the only episode where we're going to see them being having these types of conversations but it's the first one that we're getting a chance to see and you know they give us so much of that in this episode which is nice so well a little bit of that and then a lot of kissing so we've got that now wendy dawson had uh, something to say about megan and sean Hmm. wendy says it came out of nowhere as soon as they kissed i shipped them wow as soon as they kissed that is i would not have done that probably like if i didn't already know that they get together, then I wouldn't have done that from this first kiss. Well, you know, something that I've really been noticing on this rewatch is how many little seeds they've planted. Like it actually doesn't come as much out of nowhere as it appears to in this episode. You know, when you think about even stuff like when Sean is shooting the first, the first documentary episode from season one and the first time he encounters Megan the the camera pans around to her belly button and then it goes up and his first interaction from that is like interesting you know like he he is immediately struck by Megan and we've seen these little moments that really build with them but they're kind of subtle they're very subtle and he's you know, even in this episode, when they're like stacked up at the door listening um, to Ben and Felicity, like at one point he like turns around and like when he turns to talk to someone else, I can't remember whether it's um, Julie or Ruby, he like puts his hand on Megan's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's like all these little things that I've noticed going through this time. But I probably wouldn't have noticed them. I doubt I would have noticed them on a first watch if Mm -hmm. I didn't already know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we've been picking up on it here, but I think it is very subtly planted. And I think it's something that you're rewarded with on a rewatch when you know where it's headed and you can see these little moments. And then, you know, we get this, this first encounter that they're having where they break through the sexual tension in this episode and, I like that you called it an encounter. Yeah, you like that? (laughs) And I think it's just, um, it comes with an energy that I think is fueled by all these previous moments. But it's, you know, their their game of operation together. You know, like, they've had this stuff that's been going on. I think there's been a, there's been an undercurrent, but you know, it it really comes out with like a certain aggression (laughs) in this episode. And they, you know, they've been ramping into it. I mean, it's weird and I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Like, I love it. Yeah. Well, um, okay. At wave hello again. We asked some time back on Instagram about like, what are the best Sean moments? And at wave hello again, responded with this. This is more of a Richard moment. But when Sean is trying to take Julie out on a date and he says to Richard, Ben says, it's not where you go. It's who you're with. And Richard says, I got news for you, pal. You're no Ben. All right. (laughs) LOL. 
Yep. Yep. Richard and his Richardness. Richard and all of his Richardness. He's so Richard in this Only very episode. Richard. Mm-hmm. 110% Richard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw one more in here. And this one. So our, our lovely Galena Druk, um, she sometime back wrote a null treatise, which we haven't, well, we'll we're going to share more of this in our season recap, but here's a line that felt like this might be a good time to just sort of loop Galena back in here. So Galena writes, as I keep rewatching the series, I can see more clear. I can see much more clearly why Ben was the choice for a majority of viewers. He was dreamy. He had a lot of character growth over the series. And there was a bit of the fate element to him and Felicity being together. But I still see Noel's big grin and know that I would want a Noel in my life more than a Ben. Like Fish, the physical violence and safety was a big red flag for me. So that's fair. You know, Galena is still hoping against hope here for the knoll of it all. I have a feeling she's going to be um, not rewarded for that. Uh, I think I've <laughs> read enough at this point to be fully spoiled on what happens in the end, but that's okay. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to have a decision to make during our recap show. Well, And that decision is only the decision of one season, you know, so that's the good news for you. Um, But, you know, thank you to everybody who's provided feedback. We love it. We love to hear from you. There's so much to say about this season two as it comes to a close. And we're here for it. I do, just out of memory, I want to throw in the one from Heather M. O'Brien which I don't remember the full thing that she said on Instagram. All I remember was it ended with R.I.P.L. <laughs> which yeah. made me, it just made me laugh so hard. Fish. <laughs> I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. And I know it upsets Melissa, but <laughs> like, Look, yeah. we're being nice. Yeah, we are. We're saying rest in peace. Fine. You okay. beautiful, beautiful man. <sighs> Thank you, everybody, for your feedback. <laughs> um, Bish, shall we go ahead and rate this episode? Yes. All right. Well, did you want to jump in first? Sure. Okay. What I give it a 10. Wow. Yep. How this... about that? This was the episode I wanted. This was the romance. This was the like them in real life. This was like, they were so happy the whole time. It had, you know, Elena and Tracy and the great sort of, I think, correct right ending for them. It had the right ending for Noel and Ruby with its, you know, unfortunate music, but you know, I think great goodbye kiss, great, like, you know, bittersweet goodbyes. Um, we got Megan and Sean first coming together. Uh, we had, you know, Julie and Noel not completely being totally cringe and like 
now I don't have to worry about that anymore. So that mm-hmm. gets all that anxiety off my chest. Um, yeah, just, I love this one. I think this is hilarious. I love the like amount of Richard that we get and, and not just like the quality, not just the quantity, but quality mm-hmm. of Richard, mm-hmm. um, 100% pure Richard mm-hmm. straight in the vein. And yeah, 10, 10 out of 10. Love wow. It. That's Love awesome. It. Well, I am measuring this one in the unit of cafes de sluts. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, I was prepared to try to pick another one if that really offended you. And nope. I was very glad that it didn't because I Love wanted it. that to be my unit of measurement. So <laughs> I am reading this one. At nine out of 10 cafes de sluts. Now I want you to think about this everybody for just a moment because what this got dinged for, (laughs) you know, in a past episode when we had not only a tape to Sally but the voiceover for the whole thing, I said that was gonna be a full point off. So I took a full point to be consistent and nothing else. Had they (laughs) simply done that device correctly or not done it at all, I, would have given this a 10 out of 10 as well. But because of the Dear Sally segment that lasted a whole episode, I gave it a nine out of 10 cafes de sluts. Wow. It caught, I mean, it cost them an entire cafe and Mm -hmm. all of its sluts. Yeah. I mean. Let that be a lesson to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, We want to know what you all think. So we would love to hear your feedback or your thoughts or how you feel about the Dear Sally segment or any of it. We would love all of that. And you can write to us at themelissafish at gmail.com. That's Melissa with one L, two S's. Themelissafish at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Felicity Podcast. If you would like to know when we drop new episodes of our podcast, you can sign up for our newsletter. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, check the show notes. We've got a link in there where you can sign up. While you're there, go ahead and rate and review us. It'll help other people who love the show Felicity to find our podcast when they're looking for Felicity content. Just helps build this community that we all know and love. Also, I just wanted to point out... um, we're, we're kind of still working, working out the details of this, but, you know, we're, we're obviously heading towards the end of season two. And you may remember that at the end of season one, we took a little break. We're probably going to do the same thing coming off of this. So here's our plan for the upcoming episodes. We, today we covered episode 22. Episode 23 is the final episode of the season for the show. We will also do a season recap episode. And then we're looking to take probably two, maybe three weeks between. And we'll keep you posted on that. Um, But it just gives us a chance to regroup. As you can imagine, our podcasts have gotten slightly longer over time. And, you know, just gives us a chance to to regroup and and come back with the enthusiasm you need. The the, the enthusiasm (laughs) you know and love. Plus, we've got all kinds of scheduling conflicts. So we're dealing with that's, it, okay, guys? That's really more of the issue. <laughs> that's really more of the issue. I put the positive spin. Yes. And then gave you all a dose of reality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Fish. 
One more episode in this season for the show itself. And it is called The Biggest Deal There Is. What do you think is coming up? I mean, probably the biggest deal there is. Um, hmm. Well, so I guess Felicity's going to have to decide whether or not to take this internship. And uh-huh. she better take the internship. Okay. Um, I hope that that means that her and Ben are still going to be together when the next season starts, because otherwise we've had like one episode of them being together. Um, So. That's that's a prediction. That's that's a prediction and a hope. Okay, I appreciate you. Well, you're going to find out. You're going to go ahead and find out what the biggest deal there is, is all about. Um, I will say that we heard in this episode that Javier's wedding is a week away. (laughs) Oh, that is true. And you did say there would be a wedding. Yeah. So I'm, I'm re I'm re I'm reminding you of that. Um, Just, you can, you can add it in terms of things that you're expecting for the next episode. A huge wedding that could never be planned in two weeks. That will be amazing. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the time frame, not the wedding. The, the time frame is implausible. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, hey, family, come on, fly in. In is a it, few days. Come on, guys. I don't know. Um, is it as implausible as Ben and Felicity falling in love because of clove dust and magic well maybe more implausible have you tried to i don't know get (laughs) up i mean planning a wedding in two weeks come on anyway um i think that's i think that's everything we wanted to talk about is it fish is there anything we missed for today i can't imagine all right then until next time fish don't hook up with ben while i'm gone i'm a fish bye Bye, everyone.